What's going on, Three Circle students? I have no idea if that's how we start the podcast every week, but that's how we're starting it this week. Welcome back to the podcast, 10 Words to Live By. This was our last week of the series, and I don't know about you guys, but it's been one of the best ones that we've ever done. I've loved diving into the Ten Commandments, but today we have another special guest with us. Forget TC, forget Megan. They're gone forever. Just kidding. They'll be back next week. But we have the one and only Miss Chelsea Bruce. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Wow. That was one of the best intros that we've ever had. (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) I do what I can. So, Chelsea, you have been leading uh, some girls in a small group. They're about to be seniors, right? Yes, class of 2024. Let's go. And you've been with them since ninth grade? I have. They're not tired of you yet? I mean, maybe, but they seem to be uh, pretty attached. So I'm okay. hoping uh, we're okay. all trying not to cry at this point. I mean, wow. it's the beginning of the year, and already there have been tears shed. So I know. it's bittersweet their, for it's sure. Their, it's their. It's going to be their last first day of school. Oh, last first everything. Oh my gosh! So hard. Yeah. Last first prom dress. Last first homecoming. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to cross now that we're talking about it. I mean, this is why it's safe in middle school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah You don't have to yeah. deal with the end. I know. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to do a would you rather question this week. Is that okay with you? Fine with me. What you got? This week, we're going to switch it up a little bit and do kind of a top three draft. Top three. Top three top, best things. Best things of what, though? Okay, here's the topic. Summer. Summertime. We're wrapping up summer. Today officially marks the end of summer. I said it. That's so sad. I thought we were going to be happy today. (laughs) Isaac, seriously. I mean, summer is happy things. No, you're right. Let's talk about the happy. Okay, okay. So draft top three things. Chelsea, since you are a special guest today, I'll let you go first. So number one pick, number one overall best summer things. What you got? Okay, so do I go one, two, three or three, two, one? Mm, so like number one overall. Number one so like overall. What is the best okay. best ever thing? Best ever thing of summer. Um, I'm personally a beach girl. Mm. So was in Pensacola Beach the last couple of days, clear water, could see all the way to my feet, up to my neck. It was so clear. Wow. And we got live sand dollars, saw a manatee. Saw a manta ray jump out of the water like God's creation. Wow. Sun, sunset, beautiful. It was just gorgeous. That's so good. Number one for sure. I didn't know. I didn't know sand dollars were a living organism. Yeah. Well, the white ones are just their like skeleton. Okay. So that's like the inside. Interesting. Yeah, they're like fuzzy and brown and kind of weird. Okay. Before that. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number one overall <clears throat> overall uh, summer thing. I don't know if this is going to be controversial since we're sitting inside Fairhope uh, campus right now, but I'm going with wits. Oh, that is not controversial. Wits wins every time. Okay. okay. What do you get at wits? I just get just one scoop of vanilla and throw some strawberries in there. Okay. Every once in a while, I'll get some uh, cheesecake bites thrown on there as well. Oh, yum. Yeah. I am like Hawaiian luau topped every time. Okay. I want okay. a Sunday. I don't want a witzer. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Wits, wits, wits is only good during the summer months, and they're only open during the summer summer months. Are they? I think they're open year-round. Oh, I think just you're missing kidding. out on some, like, November wits. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. 
They're open year round. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Bruce family favorite for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, round number two, pick number three. What you got, Chelsea? Pick number three. Well, it, pick number three overall, but your second pick. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I apparently don't know how drafts work. <laughs> um, I would say like no schedule. I'm down with wow. the like, yeah. Sleep till whenever. Eat lunch at random times. Like late nights. Sometimes early mornings. Just the freedom. Love yeah. it. Yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, now that school's starting back, kiddos are going back to school. You got to wake up at a certain time every yeah, day. Yeah, freedom's gone. Man, golly. All right, my second overall pick. Oh, man, I think this is going to be a tough one for me. Uh, I'm kind of tossing around a few things right now. My second overall pick, I think I'm going with beach balls. Beach balls, okay. Beach balls, All right. yes. Beach balls, I mean, think about it. If you show up somewhere with a beach ball in November, you're you're getting some weird looks. You're definitely the weird guy. Yes, sure. like, why do you have a beach ball? No clue. Fourth of July party, you show up with a beach ball? Best guy ever. You're, 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 you're the party. You are the party. Fan favorite, You for are sure. the party. So I think number two overall, overall pick, I don't know if I reached for it, but I'm going with beach balls. I like it. It's original. Okay. Okay. Okay, so three. Last pick. Last pick. Last pick. Best pick. Um, I would say, oh, I'm going nerdy on this one. I love going to the library with my kids. Wow. We get new books, like 25 books. I'm that girl. Oh I like gosh. leave the library and Summer they're like, reading. did you bring a bag? And I'm like, yeah, we're about to read all these books. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, doubling, doubling up on all, all, all the kiddos' summer reading. Yeah, it's been fun. I've actually been reading a chapter book to my two oldest, and every night they're like, Mom, can you read another chapter? It's oh super fun. Gosh. I love it. Nerding out, but yeah, summer reading. That's I actually impressive. really love it. That's pretty impressive. Okay. All right, my last pick, last pick of the draft. I think I'm going a little manly here, so not the library. Just kidding. Fair. You can be a man and go to the library. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going with grilling. Oh, yum. Can just, I come? <laughs> just 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 having some just having some buddies over, some friends over. I like it. And just grilling, you know? Yeah. Just what are you sweating, grilling? Sweating out there over the grill. Uh this past week we uh uh my wife's parents came and we did uh some chicken kebabs and Ooh, some steak kebabs. Nice kebabs. They were uh they were pretty good. They Light were pretty size, good. Delectable. I like it. Oh yeah. All right. So Week 10 of 10 Words to Live By. I hope everybody liked the draft. That was, uh, that was fun. That, may, that might have to be a staple for me. I like the out. draft. That was fun. So 10 Words to Live By, we talked about last night, uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse 17, the 10th commandment. Uh, and basically it says, you shall not covet. And so I'll read it. Uh, I'll read it to us just so that we are familiar with the verse. It says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. So, Chelsea, first question I got for you is covet is not one of those words that we use on a regular basis. Do you remember the last time that you used the word covet other than reading this verse? Reading this verse. No, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I've never used the word covet. Never mind. So how would you how would you help us define the word covet? So um I to to state it simply is just to want or to desire something. Um generally in the in this 
for instance, it's something that's not yours. So um, you're coveting. He's saying don't covet what your neighbor has. And so it's to want or to desire. Those two words come to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I would I would definitely agree with, agree with you on that. I don't think I would change anything or add anything to that. And so I know this verse talks about some, some maybe contextual things that God was given directly to the Israelites. And so we know uh, God gave Moses this, this commandment. Moses was leading the Israelite people at the time, right? God was not telling us here today this commandment. He was right. giving it to Moses at I a mean, specific time. I don't have an ox or a donkey. I don't know if you do. That's that's what I was that's what I was gonna say. So like what does that what does that mean? Like what does that mean for us today? Like whenever we hear you shall not covet your neighbor's ox <laughs> or his donkey or his male servant or female servant, like unless you are just absolutely just a farmer or right. or the top zero one 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 or zero whatever percent of the right. world that needs an ox yeah yeah um I so for me it was easy to break down into three categories um he says uh don't covet your neighbor's stuff so house maybe ox would go under that uh uh don't covet their relationships so wife even servants kind of can play into that um and don't covet their circumstances. Um, and so just like where they are and what they're doing. Um, and then he was like, just in case, don't covet anything else. So I'm pretty sure he's like, just don't do this at all. Um, and so he kind of covered the whole gambit. But yeah, stuff, relationships and circumstances kind of cover that, you know, variety of kind of odd Israelite type things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. So we got stuff, we got relationships and uh, kind of like uh, so the ox, the donkey in the in the in the passage. Those are kind of like like way back in the day for the Israelites. They were like, if you were the wealthiest people in the world, you yeah. had a you right. you had a donkey. Yeah, for sure. And so just kind of translating that for us, almost kind of like these these symbols of status, like the status sure. symbol sort of thing. So we got stuff, material sort of things. We got relationships. We got status symbols everything else. So maybe for you, Chelsea, kind of what, which one maybe have you felt yourself kind of falling into, kind of maybe coveting to, coveting the most? Maybe there's a story or maybe like what, like which one is the hardest for you to steer away from? I think for me, um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, I have four kids. Um, my baby's actually going to kindergarten, which is crazy. But um, I think in the past 10 years raising kids, there were a lot of times where I would covet other people's circumstances because as a mom, I was home with babies and that was what God was calling me to and that's what I was supposed to do. But then I would see other people doing these cool things out and about in the world, whether it's their job or like being able to do something cool like student ministry. Like there was a long season in my life where I wasn't able to really do that. And so I think for me, just kind of like that idea of, you know, where my where I am in life, sometimes I can look to like people who are in a different phase and think, man, they have it easier. Or maybe it was a little bit easier in the past or something like that. And so um, if I will not, if I take my eyes off Jesus and turn. That's what I'm looking for. I'm I'm looking at those things that um, maybe just people are in a different place than I am, and it look really 
for me. It looks like they're having fun and I'm stuck. That is the, that's the worst for me. That's when that covet kind of comes into play and I have to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Focus on Jesus. This is what he has for you and this is good um, because what he has for us is good. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of seems like, I mean, no, like I definitely relate to that as well. Just it, it all starts like in our thought process. For sure. It all starts in our, in our mind. And what I love about this commandment is, uh, um, uh, what I don't love actually <laughs> about this commandment is, uh, it, if you look at commandments one through nine, you can see people break those commandments. Absolutely. Right? They are like physically, like you can see it outwardly, right? You can see when somebody's lying. You can see when somebody is not honoring their parents or... Right, not they, taking a rest. Yeah. Right, exactly. But this one, it's secret. It's a secret right? one. You can covet yep. and nobody will ever, ever know that you are coveting yep. something. And so it all starts with your thoughts. And there was a quote in this book that we've been going through in this series. Uh, it, the the book is called Ten Words to Live By" by Jen Wilkin, and uh, it's 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 actually inside the very first sentence of chapter ten. And uh, she says, Jen Wilkin says that she heard a pastor say once that, "Here's the quote: We are the belated announcement of what we have been thinking about for the past thirty days." And so I don't know if you caught on to that uh, quote whenever you first read oh, the chapter, sure. Chelsea. But yeah, as soon as I opened up the book and read that first sentence, I was like, this wow. is about to be a great chapter. Yeah, for sure. I think God is so cool, too, that he like caps these commandments where he teaches us how. And I for before this study, I really thought the commandments for me, right, for me and God, for me to follow God. And what God showed me is that it's for me to love people better. Like, if I'm following God's commandments, then I am going to be able to love my neighbor better. And this covet one, it, like, encompasses all of them. Like, if you cut out the sin and the desire phase, right? Because she says this in there, too. Like, if you cut out that sin when you think about it and before you act on it, then, like, that's awesome, right? Because then it's personal and you have you and God have dealt with it before you have acted on it. So before you lie to your neighbor or steal from your neighbor or murder your neighbor, which I do not recommend, you know, God, if you ask God to work on your heart um, and you have your heart bent towards him, then following do not covet like helps us to really follow the rest of them, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think... I, th I think maybe the question we can end with is so like, how can we move away from these coveting thoughts, right? These thoughts of like discontentment, right? These thoughts of man, like if I would, if I had this, then I would be this. If I, if I, if I was able just to do this, then people would think I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, if I, sure. if I had this article of clothing, then my friends would think I'm swaggy. On the on the athletic field, swaggy. You okay. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, even as deep as like, man, if I could just accomplish this, then my parents would be proud of me. Yeah. Or for think sure. I'm good enough. And so, just coveting those things, and yeah. it almost an act of just jealousy toward other people, seeing it's like, oh my gosh, like they are this, right. or they have this. Man, I wish I want that so bad. So 
the question is, how can we move away from those thoughts to a state of contentment? And I think we can, uh, 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 I think we can, and and I'm pretty sure we can find maybe the answer uh, to that question. Uh, uh, Paul actually writes to us in Philippians chapter four. He says, he says, for I have learned how to be content in whatever situation. And I love that just because he says, I have learned. Yeah, it's a process. You're not going to just like, you're not going to be like, okay, God, please help me not covet. And then all of a sudden you're just like the most content person ever. Mm -hmm. But I think for me with contentment is that if I manage my expectations and I take my expectations to God and I say, what do you want in this situation? What should I be expecting? Then God can show me that what I have is good. And if I believe that God did everything for me when I, you know, accepted Jesus because he did, then like, why would I want more than that? Um, And so if I can just say, you know, like God has given me what he has given me and it is so good, then I can focus on um, being content. And so if I have this expectation of, um, you know, this ideal, like in a relationship, my my friend has got to be someone who's a shopping buddy who loves to craft because these are things I like to do. But then I meet this person and God says that a great friend has the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And I meet a person has all of those things, but she hates to shop and she doesn't like to craft. Like she may be the best friend I would ever have because Jesus said, these are the type of people you should be with. And so if I kind of change my expectations through the lens of the gospel or through the lens of what Jesus wants for me, then I can be content in that and almost surprised sometimes. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And 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 just just one more quote from the book. She said she says that uh the the distance between your expectations and your reality, the distance between that is where discontentment thrives. Yeah. And so the closer your expectations are to your reality, the le- the less discontentment you will have and the more content For that sure. you will be. And just to finish the thought that Paul has in Philippians chapter 4, we all know this verse, Philippians 4.13, but I think, I, I think we can almost rephrase this verse. You can go back and look at it, Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. He says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I think we can rephrase this verse after looking at it. I can be content in Christ who strengthens me. Absolutely. I can be content in Christ who continually gives me strength for today. Absolutely. I can be content in him because of that. And that's what I love about just 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 Jesus. He, just, just Jesus. He is awesome. Yeah, just that he is our strength for today and he can provide for us and he will provide for us if we just allow him to be our strength. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope to see you guys back here next week as we start a brand new series called Testify. More, more on that this Wednesday. So hope to see you guys there. See you guys back here next week. Bye.